Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to Hey, Great Shot. This is the Great Shot Podcast, a Crack Rackets and Tennis Channel Podcast Network production. My name is Alex Gruskin. We have a really fun show for you on this Friday as we are joined by our friend from the Tennis One app, Randy Master, to discuss all the latest happenings at T1. For those of you who don't know, I host a show on the app called Crack One Open. We've had some fantastic guests through our first few months of shows. And of course, for those of you unfamiliar with the Tennis One app, and let's be honest, there's no way you're unfamiliar with the app at this point. It really is your go-to place for all things happening in the tennis world, whether it's scoring updates, whether it's unique content, interviews with top players, coaches, and minds from throughout the tennis world. The Tennis One app offers that all for all of you tennis fans out there. Of course, again, it's worth disclosing, I do host a show on the app, but sincerely, it's the app I use. It's the app I recommend to all of my tennis fan friends, and it was great to get the chance to talk to Randy about uh, what's going on over at T1. They were the official app of the Miami Open as such, got to speak with and produce content with all of the notable and most significant players at the Miami Open. And of course, Randy hosts a show called The Changeover Chat. This past week, he spoke with Donald Dell, who is really the OG, the original tennis agent in the market. And so, you know, we talked to Randy about that conversation, about the content they're producing at T1, what the plan is moving forward. And, you know, we have a lot of fun as well. I think you guys will tell within the first five minutes. Randy and I have a very healthy, very uh, fun relationship. We like to poke uh, each other, you know, poke each other around, poke each other in the eye, have fun at one another's expense. That chemistry leads to a very fun podcast conversation that I think all of you will enjoy here to kick off your weekend. Of course, the reason we're able to do this day in, day out here on the GSP because of the support we get from all of you listeners, from our Patreon family, and of course, from our friends at Turnagrip. You guys know the deal. Turnagrip performance in hot and humid conditions unmatched compared to other business uh, grips in the business. They're the only grip that actually gets tackier when you sweat. And did you know that iconic bluish purple hue color is actually trademarked? Yes. Our friends at Turner Grip, the OG grips in the business, they are the blue-purple-hued grip you see at the bottom of almost every touring pro out there to join the Turner Grip family. You can Contact sales at uniquesports.com or call 800-554-3707. You let them know we sent you there. They'll hook you up with free samples and treat you as part of their family. Again, to join the Turna team, contact sales at uniquesports.com or call 800-554-3707. With that in mind, let's get to today's podcast with the one and only Randy Master. Randy Master. 
Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Joining us on the podcast today, a friend of the program here at Crack Rackets. You may know him as the Chief Content and Business Development Officer for our friends at Bleacher LLC and the Tennis One app. You may also know him as the host of the Changeover Chat, which of course you can find every week on the Tennis One app. I know him as my friend Randissimo. <laughs> Randy Master, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing, I'm my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back on, Alex. After our uh, first go-around months ago, I didn't think I'd ever be invited back on, considering I didn't shut up. <laughs> considering I didn't shut up, but uh, no, it's uh, it's great to be on, and it's great to uh, continue working with uh, you and Dalton and the whole Crack Rackets team. It's been fun. Oh, I appreciate you saying that. I'd be lying if I said there wasn't a shadow ban uh, post-Lexington <laughs> last year. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, that's a little joke well, for the two of I us. Mean, can you imagine if that whole team had been in Lexington like a normal tournament, the kind of party we would have uh, been having when that thing was over? Uh, what a, no, I mean, I it, it was mid-pandemic, so I'm not going to give away too many of the details, but... I think Jordan and I kind of locked in our friendship on July 4th night. Uh, again, I, w- I won't get too deep into the details, but we did have some fun. Of course, we were missing you, Randissimo. And I say that name affectionately. I'm just 100% sure if you were a professional wrestler, they would introduce you as the magnificent Randissimo. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm just trying to make that stick. But to your point, I know you— I know you guys have been really, really busy at the Tennis One app, and obviously we are so excited whenever we get to do our Crack One Open shows within the app. But you guys are coming off of, what, 14 days in Miami, the official app of the Miami Open. I know it was a pleasure for me to follow all of the coverage, to get to watch Rachel and you know Laura and the entire team operate uh, within the app all week long. But I imagine you guys now are enjoying a little bit of a recovery yeah, well, period. Well, we are recovering. We're actually taking uh- – uh, today and tomorrow off as you can see i'm doing this uh podcast right now so i'm not taking it off but yeah this, it, it goes this then good morning america <laughs> then you're on with state of the union cnn then msn you know you're yeah, making the rounds yeah. so this is uh i've actually yeah <laughs> this is the second show i've done today it started with the today show but you are right <laughs> <laughs> you are right uh the miami open what a tremendous two weeks for us the team at IMG, James Blake and, and Josh Ripple, they could not have been more accommodating uh, to our team. We felt like we were as big a part of the coverage and the media down there as as anyone. You know, even even the Tennis Channel and, and some of the mainstream media, uh, our team with Rachel Stolman and Laura Sande, they absolutely hit it out of the park. They interviewed everyone. Every possible interview you can get in Miami with players, whether it was Ash, Bianca, uh, Batista Gu, Sinner, or Felix, the list goes on and on and on. They were on that field in Hard Rock Stadium day in and day out getting some of the best interview, the best interviews we've ever had on, on Tennis One with players coming right off the court at a Masters 
uh, at a Masters 1000 event and WTA 1000 event, and and the the usage, the installs, the buzz, the crowd view lives we did with James and and having a draw ceremony, essentially a draw reveal with James. Um, it was it was phenomenal, and we are uh, we're on top of the world right now. And, uh, and so proud of what we did down there and happy that you and the rest of the industry uh, were tuned in and have really complimented what we did down there, what we accomplished. Yeah, no, it was, again, our pleasure to watch it all unfold. And seriously, I mean, there's I don't think there's anyone who played a significant role in this event who you didn't speak with. I saw the Hercats interviews, Sinner and, you know, Rublev, day in, day out. You guys were talking to the winners, and to get to hear from them, that's everything tennis fans want. And, of course, you know, that's not all you can do in the Tennis One app. It's, you know, it's it really is from top to bottom. It covers everything you're looking for as a tennis fan. You get the player interviews. You get the score updates. You can learn what's happening at draws around the globe as well. I feel like, dare I say, and I'm going to use the we here, we're really hitting our stride at Tennis One. We've definitely hit our stride, and we are going to keep on running as fast as we can while the, uh, you know, we want to strike while the iron's hot, and it is certainly hot right now. We, as you know, we've always had, um, we've always had big expectations for this app. Unfortunately, we we launched it at the end of January of, of 2020, we were supposed to market the app, our Tennis One app, in Miami and then the Volvo last year. And that's when we expected this thing to really take off. As you know, those events didn't happen, nor did any event happen last year. And you, Alex, were a big part of what we did with our CrowdView Lives and uh, really introducing that platform to tennis where we were at the top seat open. We streamed the entire thing from beginning to end. You and Luke Jensen and Sven Gronfeld and Craig Carden and everybody else uh, involved in tennis that, that really embraced what we were doing, uh, really gained notice of the app. And it's, uh, it's been a wild ride, I think, peaking right now at the Miami Open. And it's not going to stop here. And, and the good thing, Alex, is... We've got a whole bag of tricks right now in the to- <laughs> in the toolbox that 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 we haven't released yet, and it's it's been really satisfying because I think, as you know, a new tennis company in whatever form it is, it's not easy to break through in this industry, um, and I, I say that with uh, with all honesty because I've been there before at Tennis Channel. And it takes a while to gain respect and to gain fans and to gain users and, and for people to come into our app and, and say great things about it, whether it's on Twitter or right in the app itself. Um, but we have done that and we're proud of it. And uh, yeah, we just want to keep going as fast as we can and uh, make it the go-to, as, as you always mentioned. 100%. 
No, look, I'm not going to name other apps here uh, because, you know, I stay on brand. But I've deleted all other apps from my <laughs> phone. You don't need other tennis apps. Tennis One app <laughs> covers it all. It has you covered from top to bottom. And, I mean, I think my favorite part about opening the Tennis One app, and this speaks to the diligent work that's being done by the entire uh, T1 team, uh, is just the fact that, um, you know, in general – Every time you open the app, there's a new update, right? Every time you open the app, it says, hey, we've made a slight improvement. You're going to have to download the new version. And that speaks to the fact that it's constantly changing, right? It is the fact that you guys, and I'll, I'll say it again, we are learning about what works, what doesn't work, what fans are looking for. And again, given that you guys just were able to do this at a Masters 1000 event, what were the things you guys saw tennis fans appreciated most about you know the coverage? Because there were a lot of different aspects. Well, it's a good question. I think there was there was so much coverage and more coverage that, than we've ever had at a tournament that we've covered, obviously considering the fact that we were the official app and we were, you know, we, we were inside the ropes uh, per se for every day, day, night. Uh, they spent so much time within the ropes getting those interviews. So what we found was that the interviews themselves with all the players that we've mentioned, the numbers were unlike anything we've ever seen. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of viewers wanted to tune into those interviews because they really saw a side of the player that you don't just see sitting up at the desk at a regular press conference. They were on the field. They were very relaxed. And Rachel developed a real rapport, and so did Laura, with the players. So that feature itself, because we had, we had fresh interviews day in and day out, um, I think was probably the main thing. The draws, and as you know, they're pinch and zoom. Pinch and zoom. They're interactive. Um, our draws are obviously one of the most popular features in the app. Our live scores. We were constantly changing our hero images. We had the World Tennis Conference going on at the same time. We had a changeover chat in there that I had done with uh, with Marion Vida. We started a new game. Um, which I think is going to be one of our greatest features moving forward called Bracket Battle, which is a lot of people have tried to do bracket games and predictive games like a March Madness uh, pool or bracket um, in tennis. It's never really worked that well, but we have, uh, we have a game that I think is cutting edge. It, we're going to use video. We're going to use predictions by fans at CrowdView Live and by experts and it's, uh, it's beta tested during Miami, but that's really going to take off and something that's going to be a staple within the app this year. And I'll tell you one thing, Alex, that we need to do, and we know we need to do a little bit better, is we need to get our live scores. It's it's the most frequent frequented feature in the app. However, you don't see live scores on our home screen, which we feel like may push may push users away that want to see those live scores and they want to see them quickly. And if they have to do any work to get back there <laughs> because they're so accustomed to the ATP WTA app, if they have to do anything different, even if it's just pushing tournaments at the bottom of the nav bar at the bottom of the screen on the home screen, um, they're like, I don't know where to find these things. So, 
we are going to insert, and this is in the works right now, we're going to insert uh, a score bug or scorecard on the home screen, revolve it, and just let you know when you get to the app that we are the home of live scores because that's that's a place that I think we can improve and we have to react to what to what other apps are doing because we want to be number one in that space too. But, you know, to your original point, the, the content that we created in Miami was just, we've created content like that before Alex, but never ever with those types of players on a daily basis where we were speaking directly to them as in one-on-one. So it Mm -hmm. was, uh, it was phenomenal, and uh, the more tournaments that we can get like that, where they let us inside the ropes, the more you're going to see that this year. Yeah. No, I mean, it, so many different things I would like to respond to that. This is why we've banned you from the podcast, Randy, because we really should be going two hours, <laughs> uh, because that's the sort of fun we have here uh, when we get you on. But, um, you know, A, I can't believe you just buried that breaking news nugget in the, in that uh, in that answer and that there's going to be some sort of competitive game. We're going to have to talk offline about that, Randy, because I, I've got some ideas uh, that I would love to throw by your way. I just, you know, I don't know how to code anymore. <laughs> I took an Eeks class, and I was like, you know what? I'm good on Eeks. Like, I got through this class. I, I don't really like it. It's too much. Uh, but anyways, um, no, that, it's a question for Jordan. But to your point, and I mean – both Rachel and Laura deserve credit because they killed it in Miami. The interviews just day in, day out, just the various aspects of the tournament they were able to show off. They did. They they provided everything you could have wanted as a tennis fan. Now, within the app, if you're saying we get like a sports center ticker that goes across the app on the bottom line the whole time, that it's like ATP results and it shows you this event, blank, 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 and then it shows you, you know, WGA, blank, 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 and then challengers, blank, blank, blank. Yeah, I... I mean, as someone who's lazy and doesn't like to work, if I could just open up the app and I'll sit in it for five minutes while it goes through the <laughs> score line, yeah, that, that definitely works. I mean, these are all things that I think I, I would agree with you. Like, tennis fans are looking for, and uh, to provide them in one location, in one app, that's the goal, obviously, of the Tennis One app, the Tennis One team. And, you know, for you guys, I'm curious to get to be on grounds in Miami. I feel like that's such a valuable component as well, right, to get to actually be on site and provide that access, particularly amidst the pandemic. Yeah, well, first of all, let me let me go back a step. The the way we're going to display the scores on the home screen, it, it the idea is constantly evolving as to what that what that might look like. We might have a featured match of the day on the home screen and then click through to see all the scores of that day. But it, it, it shows you when you get to the home screen, hey, they're live scores. And then we have to make sure that user knows how to navigate to all the live scores and all the draws. Now, a ticker, would that be ideal? Absolutely. Um, if you were our CTO listening to uh, Dan Fisher, listening to this podcast, he might um, he might be going after me right now because a, a, a ticker <laughs> is, a, is a whole different ball game. But oh, it's a pain. But it's a pain. Can, uh, I, I think what we have in mind is going to work. And again, we want to be the home to live scores. We think they're faster. Our draws update in real time. And I mean real time. A match ends and that sucker is on the line. Mm-hmm. 
um, with this with the score <laughs> with the scorecard. So, and it, you know where I'm going with this. At the end of the day, people want live scores, and what we can do, we can get them in there for the live scores, and we can keep them there. It's not like any of these other apps that are scoring apps, and I'm not going to name them. But you you know a couple of them um, that have tried to. Fi- I don't. I, I don't know any of them, but hypothetically, we'll <laughs> they, say they exist. They, they do exist, and everybody's trying to fill a void that the ATP WTA scoring app, because it's not here anymore, everybody's trying to fill that void. But as you know very well, you're in there, you're out. You're in there, you got to get out. You, there's nothing else. I mean, with us, check the score, but also check out about 100 other things going on in this app. And that's what, that's really what we're trying to be. Uh, we want to be everything. We want you to be able to find anything yeah. you need about the sport uh, in, in tennis one. Mm-hmm. And that's the sort of effort I know fans across the globe continue to appreciate. And, you know, moving forward now, Miami in the books, and obviously that's a huge success. You guys also had the World <laughs> Tennis Conference, with which for those of you who don't know, it's essentially coaches from across the globe coming together to talk about, hey, this is what the good coaches do. This is not what the not good coaches do. These are the advancements in coaching, et cetera, et cetera. I guess the big question, A, you know, your reflections on that, but we, we all want to know what's well, next. Well, I think, yeah, with the World Tennis Conference, that was uh, that was a project we worked on for a long time with Fernando Segal. Uh, the World Tennis Conference was presented by the GPTCA, which is the Global Professional Tennis, Tennis Coaches Association, along with the Segal Institute. I don't know if you know Fernando, but this this guy, I didn't know him before, we uh, entered into this project, but he is a he's a game changer in tennis, and he's a big thinker. He's a brilliant mind. We were on a call with him two days ago. We're actually working on a new project with him that's going to be even bigger and better. Fernando sees Fernando sees the the global sport not only from a professional standpoint, from a grassroots standpoint, from the viewpoint of coaches that may not be getting a a fair deal. Um, in the grand scheme of things, it, it, you know, if you're not coaching a top player and he wants to address those issues. So um, as far as the World Tennis Conference goes, it's been a success. You can still go on to, as you can see on Tennis One right now, you can still access all of these great coaches, Tony Nadal and Ivan Lubacic and Voluntary and Nick, Nicholas Masu and all of these great coaches. You can still go in there. And there are you can you can essentially pay a full access pass, watch them all, or you can pay per coach. Um, you can pay for certain days, um, but it's it's still going strong. And it was uh, it was something we're so glad we got into and and really getting into this relationship with Fernando. He should be actually um, on your podcast. You you would love him. He is a brilliant brilliant guy. Um, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, so, no, I'm, I'm always taking requests, Randy. I'm in, you know, again, send the digits my way. We'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah. So as far as other things that are happening, we talked about from a technical standpoint, uh, with the live scoring, uh, big, big priority for us, uh, to improve the user experience there, uh, from a gaming standpoint, bracket, bot, bracket battle, when that thing is, uh, 
when that thing is fully operational, which it always, which it almost is, uh, you're you're going to be the guy to beat, Alex, without a doubt. May, maybe Dalton, but I I think you're the guy. Um, now, from a tournament standpoint, as you know, our goal has always been to not so much do white label ads for tournaments, even though that was how this business started, and we'll still do that. If somebody wants a white label app and <laughs> and we can build it and they can pay for it, absolutely, we'll create an app for them. But our goal moving forward is just like the Miami Open, just like the Top Seed Open, we want to go to tournaments, build their app within Tennis One, and it's a better experience for everybody. It's a better experience for them. It's a better experience <laughs> for us. It's a better experience overall for users because they just have to go to one place. They don't have to go see the Winston-Salem Open app and check scores and news when they can get it all in Tennis One. They can get a whole lot more. So that being said, Winston-Salem, Newport, Atlanta, uh, City, maybe. We're talking to the folks at Cleveland. I know you know a lot about that tournament, the 250 that's going to be there this this summer. Most of the U.S. Open series, the good thing, Alex, is now we have the Miami Open as a template, as a big-time template. And that uh, that is going to speak volumes as to what we can do with this model. So, um, yeah, those are those are the big things coming up from a tournament integration standpoint, gaming and uh, technical standpoint. All three things that I know tennis fans will be excited to watch develop. And I know for you personally, Emmy Award winning changeover <laughs> chat host, Randy Master, you have had, I believe this week it was, uh, I think it was, it was Dell, right? Who you had on the, on the show this week. Uh, but what, what have you got coming for us on the changeover chat? Well, I, you know, I, I like to keep my future guests on under wraps. Uh, I think <laughs> I think, and God, I hope Jim Courier isn't listening to this, but he did agree. I've got an email from John Venison to do something before Roland Garros, so I can't wait for that. Um, I, I have a, uh, I have an email confirmation, but yes, uh, the Donald Dell episode dropped yesterday. Alex, I, I know that there's a little bit of a generational thing, but. You know who Don, <laughs> you know who Donald Dell is. The first ever, <laughs> yes, the first ever tennis agent, as in ever. His first client was Arthur Ashe. His next client, or almost about the same time, was Stan Smith. Donald didn't even have any interest in becoming an agent. He wanted to be a, a big time corporate lawyer, trial lawyer, lawyer in D.C. And he gave me that that whole story. Then, oh by the way, he also represented. Michael Jordan and Patrick Ewing and about 10 other basketball players and about a hundred other tennis players. Um, but his story, any, you know, he founded a little, uh, organization that represented the players called the ATP. And I'm telling you, Alex, the stories that he had and what I learned from him in, uh, in this changeover chat, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was an education, um, like no other, and you want to talk about a guy, and, and, and Donald's been around for a while. I don't know how old Donald is, but he's got to be in his mid, mid late 70s. He can speak about today's issues in the game. And we talked a lot about the situation with the ATP and Pospisil and Djokovic. Um, we talked a lot about men and women together and 
people I've had on my on my show that have just said this is a no brainer. We've got to figure out how to package the sport as one with men and women. Um, the thing the thing is, that Donald can talk about these issues and topics probably in a smarter way. And this is no knock to anyone specifically, but in possibly a smarter way than people that are actually actively involved in these organizations right now. And a lot of it, a lot of it is because he has nothing to lose. And what are you going to say? Oh, I disagree with Donald Tell. You know, what does Donald, <laughs> what does he, yeah. what does he care? But no, honestly, um, as far as just quickly, as far as the, and I know we're, we're probably getting into that hour span you want to keep this 20 minutes <laughs> but <laughs> i just i can't I, i'd love you to i'd love for you to watch the donald dell uh changeover chat if if you can as far as the atp the ptpa the disaster on court with pospisil at the miami open uh novak he just doesn't think there's enough juice on that ptpa side as far as as far as the players supporting it um, as far as the ATP brass, obviously they're 1000% against it. Uh, the tournament side of it, they own all the, obviously own all the tournaments and control all the tournaments, except for the slams. He feels like the, the deck is just stacked, um, against the PTPA in just too large a way. He doesn't, he, he thinks it's a noble cause. He just, uh, Donald had questions about whether whether the PTPA could actually succeed. And it was interesting. We brought up the ATP WTA situation and Donald goes back to his own experience. Hey, Randy, I ran the city open for mm, 47 years. I tried <laughs> I tried to <laughs> women's event in there, which they did WTA international event. And Donald was like it, it was it was like pulling teeth with the ATP tour to get the women transportation to the site or like meals in the same cafeteria and the ability to play on stadium court, like the men. And he, uh, he's, he's all for uh, a formal merger. He said, it's not going to happen in three to five years. And they've been saying that since 75, three to five years didn't happen in 78 or 80. So we'll see. Uh, We'll see what happens, but that that was uh, that was incredible. Marion Vida, Anna Cone, uh, Pat McEnroe, Chris McKendry, Gilbert. Um, I have to thank my boss, Kristen Gear, for even letting me do this um, show. I had never done this anything like this in my entire career, and it's been a uh, it's been a treat. I am no Alex Gruskin. I am no. Bob Costas, I am no really anybody in this business, but uh, hopefully I'm a, I'm myself and uh, and people enjoy listening to it. Yeah, I mean, first of all, maybe they don't need to go watch that conversation. I think you just <laughs> nailed the synopsis there, Randy. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> shut up. That's my problem. Uh, no. <laughs> 
Uh, no. First of all, uh, hopefully all the listeners know that the the jousting between Randy and I, all in good fun, of course. No, I, I do look forward to hearing it because anytime Donald Dell speaks, and I mean, again, just looking at the Tennis One app right now, I'm rocking through uh, the past list of changeover chat guests. And I mean, just from top to bottom, you've got him. I mean, you've got, let's see, um, let's go in order here. You had Marion Vida, coach of Novak Djokovic. You had Mickey Lawler. Uh, president of the WTA Tour, Katrina Adams, uh, let's see, Richard Krejcik, Eric Buderek, Paul Anacone. Yeah, that's a pretty nice lineup. And, of course, all of you listeners who are curious and want to hear these conversations can find them all within the Tennis One app. And you've sort of alluded to this, Randy, but do we know the next big event for T1, where you well, guys are headed next? I can tell you, we, we cover, Alex, and I'm not, not just saying this, we cover, even if, even if we're not the official app, of an event we're, we're going to cover it inside mm-hmm. now as you can see as you can see with the volvo car open right now i mean there are hero image um we have a relationship that goes uh back many years with bob moran and his team we we would have loved to have been the official app this year uh they just couldn't we couldn't put it together fast enough they've got a stadium being built and there was just too much going on but we expect fully to be back with them next year we're going to cover this event um as much as we possibly can not only because it's a great event but because we we love uh bob and his team i think as far as tournaments that we'll be going to and covering like we did miami uh i I think it's kind of wait and see we know we'll be at all these u.s open series events that that's a given um but hopefully we can um, it made me not go, maybe develop a relationship with a Monte Carlo, uh, a Madrid, uh, any of these, uh, a Rome, any of these clay court events, if we can, uh, if we can put together a deal with them and, and make tennis one, the official app, we'd love to, but we're going to keep working on it. We'll keep working on second quarter events, third quarter events, fourth quarter events. And again, we've got Miami as a template and I think that's going to go a long way for us. Yeah, 100%. Um, and again, I I speak personally. I, I know we host a show on the Tennis One app, but it is the app to use. You can find everything you want as a tennis fan all in one location. And best of all, you get to hear the smiling face and incredible uh, commentary of <laughs> one Randy Master, who, of course, I want to thank, as always, for joining me on the podcast today. Randy, I assume you want to throw out the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, where they can follow everything you guys um, well, and T1 are up to? I don't to. really do our so social media like i i'm pretty good at posting i'm pretty good at posting pictures of my kids playing hockey on facebook um and, <laughs> and <laughs> no i actually uh yeah it, is are you talking about promoting um this podcast or or just uh no no i'm just saying in general no so people know i i mean i again this i feel like this is just as much my role as you they can follow it all at Tennis One app, right uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and then of uh, course download see, it in gonna, the App Store. Anybody, I mean, I'm I'm 51 years old, and I'm not afraid to say it. I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually proud of it. But when you, you bring up uh, social media questions, even though I'm fairly active, uh, you're gonna throw me off sometimes. But yes, follow. <laughs> follow <laughs> good. A good interviewer throws his interview. Yeah. Media, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Facebook, where it's something that our my colleague Laura Sande 
and Rachel and, of course, Jordan Winan, who I don't give enough credit to. I couldn't do my job without him. In fact, I would probably be on the streets without him. Um, I can't give him enough credit. So, <laughs> yeah, follow us. Our social following is getting bigger and bigger. And then also uh, download the app. And uh, there are some treats in store for you. But anyway, th- this has been great, Alex, as always. Um, did we... Do we go? We said twenty minutes. Yeah. Where are we right now? Oh, well, no, we're not too far over. I have Gosh. to say, we're right around the thirty-minute mark, which gives me one more, uh, just a half second of time to ask this final question. And this is the most pressing question I'm going to ask you this entire podcast, Randy, because you know I, I talked to some of the people at the Tennis One app. I hear rumors, and I'm getting ready to run and publish a story that Bleacher and the Tennis One app is requiring employees to tattoo Shelby Rogers' name on their bodies. True or false? <laughs> well, um, that that's not true, <laughs> but I'm glad you I, – I, I wish you had <laughs> mentioned it, um, or I had mentioned it. We, we did do a sponsorship deal and a patch deal with, uh, with Shelby, who, as you know, is one of the most pleasant – uh, women on the WTA tour. Um, we love working with her. We love mm-hmm. working with the folks at Top Notch. Uh, we love Shelby, and she's been great to us. And uh, and yeah. your first question as to uh, as to the tattoos. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's going to be mandatory. Um, it's what- not a- yeah, it's, I'll, I'll talk to Chris, I'll send Kristen a text. We'll see what she says. Just so our listeners know, when you see in the crowd today, even though there aren't crowds in Charleston, a man you know painted in Shelby Rogers' portraits, know that that is the wrestler known as the Great Randissimo. Uh, excuse me, the marvelous Randissimo. Uh, yeah. So we're full circle here now. But yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, exactly. Well, Randy, thank you as always for taking the time to chat. It is always a pleasure to get to hang out, to get to, you know, shoot the sh- talk all things tennis. Hope you and the family are staying safe and healthy. And again, I look forward to seeing your smiling face in the tennis world. Thanks a lot, Alex, as always. Hope all of you enjoyed my conversation with Tennis One's Randy Master. A huge thank you to him, not only for joining us on the show, but for he and the entire Tennis One app team's support of everything we do here at Cracked Rackets. It's such a pleasure to get to work with him, Jordan, Rachel, Laura. Kristen, the entire team over there. They've treated us like family, and you know, as such, we continue to look forward to working with them in the future. Of course, hopefully, you are already have uh, you are already following the day in day out happenings on the Tennis One app. If you're not, go download it right now. Trust me, you're gonna you're gonna not regret that decision. Also, again, be on the lookout for our show on the Tennis One app. Crack one open. Of course, if you're looking for more about the latest happenings right now going on in the tennis world busy week here on our Cracked Rackets podcast. A five GSP week. We had the deciding point. We had a first third review with Tennis Abstract's Jeff Sackman. David Gertler joined me for a challenger recap. Matt and Chris, two-hour podcast on all the latest happenings in college.
College Tennis, and then, of course, Randissimo here today on the Mini Break Podcast. We're covering all of the action at the ATP and WTA level, two events all on clay. It is officially clay court season here, folks, and so if you have missed any of the day-in, day-out results, you can catch up on everything on our Mini Break Podcast. Of course, Cracked Interviews this week. We spoke with Sifo Monsi, Alexander Kovacevic, and Zeke Clark, three of the men behind the success of the Illinois men's tennis team here in the 2021 season. So, of course, be sure to go check out those conversations, all the other conversations we are having. And, of course, like, rate, subscribe, review this show, the uh, Mini Break Podcast, Cracked Interviews, everything we are doing here at Cracked Rackets. It helps us with the algorithm rhythms. It helps us with the computers. I wouldn't ask otherwise. So if you have a free 30 seconds, please, please, please be sure to go do that. Uh, Of course, again, if you need more immediate updates, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, we are at Cracked Rackets. You want to message me directly, I am at Great Shot Pod. Shout out, as always, to our super producers, Max Fligner and Daniel Westoff, for the of an any job they do day in, day out. Shout out as well to our friends at uh, Turn a Grip. Remember to join the Turner family, sales at uniquesports.com or 800-554-3707. With that in mind, for my wonderful guest, Randy Master, our super producers, Fliegner and Westoff, our friends at Turn a Grip, and all of us here at both Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You know what we say. Hey, great shot. And we will see you all next week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.